Looking for a different kind of film to watch? Then you'll be all on board for this Danish film, Druck, or also known as Another Round. It's a black comedy film from Thomas Vandenberg from 2020. It won Best International Feature Film at the 93rd Academy Awards. It stars Mads Mikkelsen as one of the teachers in Copenhagen. It's time to get down to it, so grab a drink and follow us on another round. Welcome to this week's episode of Adult Beverage Film Podcast. Listen to our hosts talk about your favorite movies. You never know what you're going to get. And discuss new films with our mystery guests from all over the world. Our guests speak freely about their experiences as directors. That's a wrap, everybody. Writers, producers, actors, or whatever contribution they have in the film industry. This is Adult Beverage Film Podcast. Welcome back uh, to Adult Beverage Film Podcast. And you almost, forgot. You almost uh, forgot what you were welcoming hey. back to. Well, you know, <laughs> it has been a while between our last one and this one, but we're back and we're uh, we're in the sink now. So uh, we're kind of like the Backstreet Boys, you know. We're I in am the in the sink right now. Yeah. How did you know? Ding. Can you see? Wait a minute. We're in sink or we're the Backstreet Boys? Well, we kind of. I'm just. I'm just in the sink. I'm either one. I think they intertwine those those singers in the different bands and no one knows intertwine yeah. oh i know streets wow. back yeah. oh. so right. we're talking about another money. round and that's so appropriate for this show adult beverage film podcast so let me just start Druk. with what are you drinking right Druk. now what you drinking Druk. Druk. i'm drinking vodka Vodka, straight, straight vodka. That's straight great. Straight vodka. Tito's. That's, yeah. yeah, that sounds appropriate. Mm-hmm. Squeakers. Uh, well, by the way, first of all, welcome to the show, Squeaker. And <laughs> hey, Laura Truman. Hello. hello. And Patrick Keenan. And I'm Ken Smith. Hello. So we're all here, and we're back for another round. And Patrick, uh, you know, what do you think of Squeaker drinking his uh, vodka? And he's looking like a Russian right now. Uh, it's it's will, his facial hair yeah. and his eyebrows and his haircut. Uh, I think it's his eyebrow. It's his eyebrow. Eyebrow. His eyebrow. The unibrow. Yeah. He's not, he's not got a For our squeaker. It's a little bit. So, Hold up your vodka, <laughs> yeah. squeaker. Hold it up. Yeah. Let oh. me see your vodka. Is it, is it nice and clear? great. Yeah, there it, it is. It looks like vodka. Oh, yeah. It's got one of them special I had to, ice, I had to ice ice just like, in there. Just like the movie when he just drank straight vodka. I know. They did. Can I just say that those drinks that they made with the big ball, they look really good. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know what we it was. There yet. Oh, yeah. Sazerac. That's a great drink. Yeah. What is it? It's called a Sazerac. Sazerac. Uh-huh. It's rye, absinthe, um, mm-hmm. and like I think bitters. Peshad's bitters. Oh, wow. Yes. Bitters. They started oh, with bitters. It, huh? yeah, bitters. It's a, it's a good one, yeah. <laughs> it's almost pure alcohol, according to the guy that's telling you about the drink mm. Mm. Yeah, but anyway but we haven't even gotten there yet Druk. Kent, how did you feel about Druk? i loved it and i think it was the best movie last year and i think it should have been you think it nominated deserved? for the academy award for best film uh even though it did win best foreign film um i think it should have gotten best film overall i think really uh, i do i do and considering all the films that were out last year to me, it was by far the best film. It had so many things in it. It had emotion, it had comedy. You had 
Um, it gave me feelings. They laughed. They yeah. cried. Yeah, it had all of that. I, I yeah. did. I laughed and I cried. It's, I the can't musical numbers were stupendous. It, it dealt with real life issues. <laughs> there were musical numbers. Yeah. there were. There was dancing, and, singing. Yes. Yep. Drinking. So much drinking. A lot of drinking. A lot so of drinking. much drinking. But I thought it dealt with a lot of issues, as well as we got to see how they think of drinking in, in you know, Denmark and such. So it had that aspect of it. But I thought it just overall had like this. It was one of the few films that I had said last year that were didn't look like they were shot in quarantine. Um it, it had a different feel to it. Yeah. It had a different uh, story. They were not like, and yet it dealt with real issues and it dealt with, you know, the consumption of alcohol and how much is too much and, and all that. And I thought that was an interesting premise to have a story about that. But I thought they intertwined each one of the characters into really unique stories um, and you you kind of dove into their characters, and you fell kind of like you know into you fell in love with the characters. I did, you know, and thought, hey, I I could see these guys, you know. Um, I've hung out with a lot of like uh, you know drunks. Aged, well, a lot of drunks. Yeah, three of them were on this podcast with you over the years. And you know, there's each one of those they brought into those characters, and I thought that was cool. Um, what'd y'all think about it? Well, I'll, I'll jump in, I guess. Yeah. Um, I I liked it a lot too, um, and kind of for a lot of the same reasons you talk about it. it was It was very there was a lot of layers to it. Um, you know, it was a lot of the human condition. It was about the drinking, but it was, you know, the drinking was only there. Everybody was kind of drinking for their own reason, and it's you know they they definitely became happier when they drank. But I don't, you know, it's like I don't think the drinking was making them happier. I think it's because they were getting back to who they were. Um, who they missed missed about themselves. And I thought that just seeing the that alcohol. and like learning about the yeah well, their alcoholic selves. <laughs> I um I don't know. I, I thought it was really really cool and really well done. Yeah. Laura, uh, you want to go? <laughs> so I have mixed feelings about this movie. This movie, I felt really in touch with the main, the Mads Mikkelsen character. Um, he has the same kind of depression and, and sort of outlook that I'm dealing with right now. It's like, he doesn't, he's sort of just like bland and he doesn't know what he wants to do. And he doesn't even know what makes him happy anymore. And I'm like watching this guy. That's kind of me at this point in my life. Like, Oh my God, you know, maybe some alcohol would help me. (laughs) Holy shit. This is a great idea. And then, it's taken to a point that's like too far and you think, okay, well now everybody's going to learn a lesson, but does everyone learn a lesson? Yeah. I, I, that troubled me. This movie troubled me because of the, the message that I got from it. I, you know, like Tommy couldn't handle it. Other people could handle it. And, uh, you know, you have to have seen the movie, obviously, to to get what I'm talking about. But, like, (laughs) I I struggled with this this movie, whether I liked it or not. Um, I think you brought up some really good points in there. And it's something when I was watching it, too, uh, you know, it is – it doesn't – I mean, it's not painting a glorified picture that this is great. It's showing – but there are moments showing, where it, it is. It's showing. That's right, and it shows the effect of like 
that it could actually help, you know, bring someone back to realize maybe their ways. And also, and we all know, you know, you, you're drinking, you're whatever you think, uh, let some inhibitions and stuff, you know, come out that you maybe are suppressing or whatever, but it can also be the opposite way. And I think they touch on that. And there is that like part that just in this, watching this movie, and this is what I like about this film is it makes you feel something. And yeah. I think a lot of films don't make you feel something. And I thought that was the thing with a lot of the films from last year that it didn't make you feel something. And you watched it and it was like, that was a beautiful film. It was cool, but I didn't really feel something. And, and I like a movie that makes me, changes me feeling when I walk out, whether I'm pissed off at the movie you're still making, you're causing me to have an effect or whether you're making me fall in love with the film. And I'm like, I want to see it all over. This is not a film I want to see like all the time, no. but the, but watching it the second and third time now, uh, each time I watch it, I gain something new from it. And I see that they're putting all these things to give you chances to look at all different avenues. And like, which is, I think is really unique, and that's what I liked about this. I thought it was a really good way of telling stories and showing you the real life and that their life is about choices, and this gave you a lot of those things. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are caught in these modes where they're just like, you know, the main character and, and stuck in this world, and he's just stuck there. So there's not, you know, if you think, and I think this is a thing, everybody's in different places in their lives. And I think that's what it shows. What did, what did you think Patrick about it? Well, I think <laughs> the fact that you built it up as the best picture of the year, probably <laughs> backfired in my head. Uh, Cause this movie didn't resonate with me. I liked it better. Uh, the original version of it called animal house. Mm. Uh <laughs> Uh, it just didn't resonate with me. It didn't feel like a complete story. It felt like, uh, my favorite movie of last year was Minari, which is a simple movie. And I fucking think it blew doors on most of the other depressing, uh, stuff that was nominated last year. But, uh, this one, I just didn't. And I've been through my heavy drinking phases of life and my heavy, uh, other substance is, portions of life <laughs> who shall remain nameless <laughs> yes we bought you know we bought the lsd from a man named shadow in washington square park but uh, Shadow had the best shit he did and he was white which confused us um because <laughs> his name is shadow uh the white his shadow. Last name was stevens no but this movie just didn't resonate with me and it took me forever to get through it and then at the end i went that's that's how we're ending this huh we're kind of i was there little, too Little mm -hmm. dance number. All right. Yeah. And, and that's, uh, you know, it, I just didn't, you know, I've, they pulled me in a tiny bit because I went, wow, these people are empty and broken in their different uh, occupations and with their different family situations. But, uh, you know, I don't know. It, after that, it just didn't really keep me with them. I just went, oh, they're drinking a lot. Oh, he's teaching class better because he's drunk. Mm hmm. And it was just kind of, uh, it just like, like I said, it didn't resonate with me the way it did with you, Kent. So I'm, I'm glad, glad they the didn't movie kill was made. But mm -hmm. yeah, oh, I know what happened. Well, it's because somebody killed themselves. So, right. Yeah. 
Yeah, but like <laughs> when they, when they set up that he has an old dog, like I mm-hmm. immediately I'm like, oh, they're gonna do something completely irresponsible, and they're gonna kill the old dog, or they're gonna let it die, or you know something horrible. And I'm glad honestly, that they didn't do that. <laughs> honestly, anytime I see a dog in a film, no matter what, I'm like, oh no. Yep. Don't, because oh, we're going to have to cover it on the podcast as part of our Dead Dog series. See, nope. I saw that as nope. like the symbolicness of his character, you know, of being an old dying dog himself, you know, the Tommy mm. character. And, you know, he's he's the one that doesn't handle the, you know, the drinking. He goes too far with it and too extreme. And He's like the Tommy from Train Spotting. I don't know if you guys remember Tommy from Transpotting, but like he couldn't he couldn't participate in the heroin because it, he knew he would just dive in too much, and as soon as he did, that's what happened. Right. And so, like mm-hmm. Tommy's in movies about um, binging, yeah, <laughs> they're just gonna die. <laughs> You're our Tommy, Laura. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Binging an addiction. Yeah. <gasps> no, with some, something you said, Laura, that I want to kind of touch back on, though, is I think you're right. I don't think they learned anything in the end. Um, you yeah. know, they. I kept thinking we were going to have this moment where they were all just going to sit back and decide, like, all right, you know, we saw what Tommy went through. Let's not do it. And then they're they're dancing, which, by the way, they're dancing with a bunch of high school kids. It's I guess recent high school kids. They're not anymore, but it was a and little weird. And they're all drinking to, like but 50 students, to 55 right? drinks a week. Well, I mean, I guess they're students they're dancing with. Well, they just graduated, right? Because they just passed their exams. So they're they're former students. They're graduates. (laughs) It was a little weird that they're having this thing. We're supposed to be like, look at them having fun. But it's the only three adults and a whole group of children. Basically, (laughs) it was a little strange. And the one was feeding the student alcohol in order to get through his exams. And it's like, is that a message that I want? Well, my kid to get. I mean, it helped. I, I, All I learned I is that the, the Dutch or the Danish have yeah. issues with drinking. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Yes. A lot of issues. And yeah. uh, I learned that in the first couple minutes of the movie. Yeah. 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 And I'm wondering. The, the lake how, race. That's the lake race. Yeah. There, right. there you go. I thought there was a different. I, maybe I, I, read, I read about the movie a while ago, but I thought there was a different ending and it had changed because of the director's uh, daughter passing away. Yeah. <gasps> And oh, I no. don't know what. Oh, yeah, she yeah, was supposed she to be was. Mads. Uh, Mickelson was supposed to have a son and a daughter. Oh. It was the director's daughter was going to play the role, right, Kent? Am right. I correct? That's correct. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm making she shit up. Away now. or something right before they. Were, like an automobile accident yeah. or or something of the sort, and so then it was just Mads Mickelson had just the one son, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel that the story somehow was changed in that that event happening and i don't know how i don't know it just feel it felt like it just ended it felt like they said let's wrap it up and do a dance number well yeah the way i looked at the the ending um and normally we would wait till kind of the end of the show but we can go right into it right now um I, i think the ending part of it to me symbolized a lot of things number one you're seeing this progression of the character he has been depressed for many years he starts to drink, he makes his progress, and it starts to bring him back out, of, and he starts to find who he was before, whether that was caused by drinking or whether that was his personality at that point. We don't know, but that's the, the, the person that, was, that she fell in love with, okay? But the problem is, is too much time has passed now, and 
you know, she's seen too much and she doesn't know she's moved on. And she's on. having an affair. And she's moved on with her life. And so there's that, that closure. And then you have the, you know, almost a celebration in a sense of, you know, Tommy's life at the end and about living. And it's about living and not being depressed and, you know, and sulking on that. It's about like taking those moments and enjoying the moments now. And we see him dance for the first time. Okay. You've yeah. heard this story of him throughout the story that he's danced and he was a great dancer. And I loved the, the dancing. And the, to me, that final scene where he jumps and he flies is like really symbolic to me. Like, of like, you know, he's taking this, he's, he's back to who he was and now he's, flying for the for you know almost whether he hits the ground or hits the water you know we don't know because it cuts at that point but i thought it was a very unique way to end it end it and i and i was okay with it i mean uh, you know i think thinking back from like a screenwriting aspect of it you know how would you rewrite would you write the ending differently would you do these kind of things you know what would you do and i thought it was just a unique way to end it you know, to come out of it. So, yeah, and I'd agree. They could have made it a, like you know a nice little neat package where everybody learned a lesson and then they became better people. But you know, that's not you're human. You're right. It, it is interesting. It's a different way to do it, and and, I, and that's why I was saying, Laura, I agree with everything you said, but it didn't change my opinion necessarily. Like I was just okay with that being who they were. Mm-hmm. I don't think it tried to say, hey, these people are changing because I don't think, yeah. that, with the exception, I do think that. Um, Tommy changed a little uh, Martin's Yeah, Tommy char- changed. Martin's character. Is that what you call being dead? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's a transformation. He changed yes. into fertilizer. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy being dead is one thing, but like I think Martin's character changed you know, through the end. Yeah. And he had to change because of things that came at him. So, you know, his wife's like not getting wanting to get back together and, and all these things, and he's having to make these, this progression you know, through it. So, um, I think there's a, what I like about this film is it it's, it makes you think, and it's not a simple, you know, this is the way the story goes, this is the way it happens, this has to happen here, this happens. I think that's what I liked about it was not it's it's unpredictable, and like you know, it doesn't have a Hollywood ending, it doesn't have any of that. It has a very European feel and flair. Um, uh, it's it's a different story, you know. I it thought that just oh jeez emotions all together <laughs> all together everyone at once now go you guys can't do that if you tried it again I know I'd, we'd have to do countdowns and we'd still mess it out I don't know what I don't know what the point of the movie was I think is the most basic thing I could say is I don't uh, you know we've seen movies about drug addicts and people who yep. you know their antics on drugs and stuff. And there's usually at the end, something happens. They might die. They might OD. They might learn a lesson. Uh, But there's usually, you know, they might finally recover or go into recovery and stuff like that. This one, I just felt like, I don't know. I don't know what I I was watching. I don't know why I was watching it. Besides Kent made me (laughs) like, it's not a movie I'd gravitate towards. Usually the same thing with what was the, uh, I've never seen it. Nicholas Cage, Elizabeth Shue leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, me neither. Is, I've never seen that. About, yeah. uh, isn't that about alcoholism? That, that and is a yeah. severe, severe uh, description of alcoholism. And like, you watch the, you know, the, the character just go to, you know, all the way to the bottom. You know, okay. um, 
definitely completely different. Very depressing, I think. But also another movie I wouldn't be, I wouldn't gravitate to, and I wouldn't go, oh God, even because it won Oscars and such, and I just did not ever go. I want to see a movie about alcoholism. Yeah, I'm in a, the mood a, for a movie yeah. about alcoholism. Yeah, and I you know what I want to see? Alcoholism. Yeah, <laughs> it's I sexy. I, I, I don't think this was, uh, you know, in that kind of vein. Of, uh, it just doesn't have that same character fall uh, that Nicolas Cage goes through in it. But, but oh God, I'll definitely not watch that You definitely movie. don't want to watch it. Cause <laughs> this movie was like a turn off to me. Because this movie, as soon as they started drinking so much, they couldn't stand up, right? Like at that teacher's meeting. And uh, was it Tommy? It wasn't Tommy that came in. Yeah, Tommy it? came yeah, in. It was, was Tommy. Tommy yeah. came in, he was just absolutely shit-faced. And I went, this yeah. is just like sad to me. It's not. Well, it is. And I think you know, that's a good thing yeah. about this is that it shows that. And you see it. And and honestly, there's lots of people that go through this. They can't get off of the liquor. Oh, yeah. No, and that's exactly and, probably why I don't want to see But if it. they had never <laughs> introduced it in this way, he wouldn't have done that to himself. Like he may have been, you know, he, he may have had other troubles in his life, but he, if they hadn't started this experiment, would Tommy be dead? And that, that troubled dead? me. Or was he dead already? Well, that's. That, <laughs> I mean, maybe he was, but like when that inside. little kid squeezes his hand, when Specs squeezes his hand, he seems to like come back to life just yeah. for a second. Yeah. And yeah. you think, well, maybe that's enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's enough to bring Tommy back. But you know, I think that's the thing about this film is it deals with it deals with uh, alcoholism. It also deals with um, which a lot of people turn, you know, when they're. Uh, Emotional, or they're at a. Um, um, how do I say this? In a, when they're having issues, you know, mental issues. A lot of times, people turn to the alcohol to, to go to that situation, and I think it deals with that. And I think that's what's great about this is that it does go in and address these things. Doesn't say there's a fix. It doesn't say that this is the way you fix it. I don't it, know. I think there's an implied fix to Mads Mikkelsen's life. I think that it is implied that alcohol has fixed his life. But it's also but, but I don't think it does because he's it. lost his wife, his family's broke up. But There's she's all- coming back. Well, yeah. But and I he's going to dance. Like is and that going to is that going to work out forever though? I mean, we're we're led to yeah. believe that maybe for this one moment things are looking up, but that doesn't mean in, you know. Yeah, what six about months, tomorrow? It's still going to be that way. Like Yeah. And, and, I, and I what love, happens with alcoholism? Like that's right. Yeah, you're on it one, and then and you know, as long as he's not drinking or whatever, then when he goes back on a drinking, does it go away or does it come? You know, I, that's the thing. I think his character wasn't this whole like um, I'm drinking and I'm going down with it. His character was a little bit like when he drank a little and at a conservative rate, he was a better person. Oh, and he, he wanted to keep being much, better. Yeah. He drank too much. Then he went this way. And it, and it can affect. I mean, let's be honest. We all know, you know, you, it can it can cause depression. It can cause all these kind of factors. And I thought they kind of dealt with a little bit of that. Um, you know, I thought it was really interesting, the use of the breathalyzer in this, too, of, you know, showing the percentages. Um, 
you know, what were your thoughts on that? I, I didn't understand them because they were in a different format. Yeah, yeah. Dutch numbers. <laughs> I learned that Dutch numbers are stupid. Just move the decimal point, guys. Move the decimal point. Wasn't it a comma at one point? Wasn't it was a comma. Was. That's it what confused the shit out of me. I went, oh, man, move their numbers the comma. have commas in them. Whoops. It's a comma. Damn. Uh, yeah, that was interesting, I guess. Well, that – It was. I, mean, I just – I'm probably the least – in the camp of this movie out of everyone. So you guys keep talking. It just didn't, well, had, it didn't it doesn't make resonate. me feel... It had a hard time to, yeah. for Patrick to read through the, the words. Um, the reading's not <laughs> actually... If it's worth it, reading is effortless. But for me, it just wasn't You didn't like the story. the read. Yeah, I did not like this. And I couldn't really tell you the story. As I, If I, a synopsis, I'd be like, guys, decide to drink too much to see what it'll do. And that's, that's the story. And, that's the story. That's it. That's and, that's it. You got it. And that's just not a story that gets me, you know. I like stories like The Matrix or Inception, which no one could put into a synopsis because they get themselves confused and they start going, I, and then they don't know if they're in the Matrix or real life or in them big pods. And Maybe then, I'm in down the dark. And you know what? Nobody know. drinks because of it. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think too, I think is, this is a film. Um, that I don't think it's a film that I'm gonna watch all the time, and I don't think. It's I hope not. <laughs> but every morning. But I think it's a film. <laughs> it's his pick me up. <laughs> that is well made from a with filmmaking his side. And, like I had no problems yeah. with the performances in it or yeah. any of the. Uh, it didn't blow Matt's me away. Was he was, he's always good, he's, even when he's yeah. in bad yeah. stuff. He's, he's well, good. all right. He was in the Three Musketeers and was yeah. a little crunchy, but uh, he's almost always that. good. I love that movie. I own it. But <laughs> it's not a good movie. I own it. Uh, but it's just one of those those movies where I didn't. The cinematography did not blow me away. Uh, no. And it's funny we we're watching uh, we were watching Jaws last night, and people kept going. They didn't use close ups very much in this movie, did they? And I went, you know, who know who who cares? Yeah. The storytelling is good, and there is a lot of cinematography, good cinematography in it, but there's a lot of scenes that are kind of stagnant between, like, Brody and whoever he's talking to with just the three people in the scene, yeah. in the shot. We already do a podcast and on we, and you can Oh, go that's back right. And, we did do Jaws, didn't we? You can listen to Jaws on one of our podcasts, and we talk um, about it. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought they did the drunk scenes pretty well in another round where yeah. they didn't overplay it. They didn't make it look silly or where you'd be like, well, no, no one does that. Like, right. you, you could yeah. kind of feel... Yeah. It was done really well. Yeah, I, I thought that was a, a really well done because it, it can, it is a thing when people try to be drunk or they try to be high or they try to be you know screwed up on drugs or something that they're they just do not come off or one in one in the same. Um, they do not come off sometimes, and it shows. And it, it, it's a tough thing for people to act out. I mean, what's a good example of that? People pretending to be drunk. Man, that I saw doesn't work in a movie. Recently, and I am drawing a blank on the name of the movie. Um, but I, I just saw it, and I was like watching, it and I was like, I don't believe this person's even coming mm-hmm. close to being like they're drunk. Or uh, God, I wish you could remember what it is. It'll pull you out of a movie it, if you it, see it, something like that. And that's exactly like that. what happened. And I literally was like, I don't believe this. So I'm like, I'm pulled out. Yeah, like and I'm it, not invested it anymore. A, it was like a teen, teen movie or something that I was watching. So I can't, it's not something that I even probably looked at the name. I just flipped it on. Can, can I ask a question from a filmmaking standpoint? Mm-hmm. Um, and this would be for Patrick and, and Kent, really. Uh-oh. Do actors ever actually drink to yep. like yes. maybe like one shot, one drink just to get into the headspace? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, it's funny because you just mocked me for talking about Jaws, but uh, <laughs> 
Robert Shaw got shit-faced before that monologue day where they shot that. Right. That and was a he, great day. Well, we're seeing two days you're seeing in that the day, scene because right. Spielberg, he that's went right. to Spielberg and went, I fucked that up, didn't yeah. I? And he goes, well, you want another try tomorrow? So I, while watching the movie, you can see where he's – yeah. The trained eye can see when he's really fucking shit faced, which is a lot of laughs. the beginning of the a lot of the beginning of the scene. He's genuinely shit faced, and his laugh is that <laughs> that weird sound. And then when he goes into the monologue, you're seeing I think day two his eyes where are he like was coherent enough. Yep, yeah. he's then... sweaty and gross and no. grosser. But uh, there are actors who do that. I think there might. I don't know if there's actors who get high before doing it. Oh, yeah. There's, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. I know there's some that experiment ahead of time, yeah. but I don't know if on shoot day, if that, because when you think about, uh, once again, I Robert Shaw that some doing that monologue, that was a fucking few minutes of monologue and nobody, I don't think, could do that shit-faced. So, I don't it's know. just no, a lot some, of shit. There's some, some, of, some of these amazing Peter actors, Ochoa. I'm not going to say yes. names. But then... I, I would be uh, Richard Reed. Harris. But some of Oliver them are Reed was never sober in his life, are, was he? You know? Never. <laughs> but but my second part for that question would be, is that something that the actor just makes a decision and doesn't really tell? Because you would think with studios and insurance and things, they wouldn't want to be like, hey, I'm going to get drunk for this oh, scene tomorrow. No. Uh, yeah. no. You don't tell nobody. You just do See, what you it's do. It's just the actors just doing it on their own and then... I mean, I'm sure it's there method might be acting. Some, might be somebody who knows, you know, but yeah. like, um, you know, as long as they produce i think that's the key is that they accomplish what they're wanting to accomplish and um you know we could i mean that's just that's the thing is they've got to come out there and produce and if they they can do it then great and if they're not you know um i know some of the best comedy guys can come off with it and they're they're geniuses at it you know (laughs) so uh they'll go write something you know and then come back and turn it onto the lines you know they're doing so it, you know each one's different I, I think I don't know how anybody could function on it but that's a that's their you know their prerogatives and some guys do better you know? but uh, mm. yeah and I think that's this is a but they did accomplish what they set out to do and that make make you believe that these guys were drinking and doing you know this and uh and, it, and it's a sad story in a lot of ways. It's not a. This is not a happy story. And if anybody walks in and thinks this is it, I, I wouldn't watch this. This is a story that's the feel-good movie of the year. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> Another that. round. Yeah. Starring Mads well, Mikkelsen. You I, know him as that cannibal. Yeah. But obviously, <laughs> yum, yum. for it to win, you know, best foreign <laughs> film, um, you know, that's a that's a big statement for you know also. But I, like I said, it's a different film, um, and and I thought they did a great job with it. So. There's something to be said, too, for a film that makes you feel feelings that you don't necessarily like. Uh, there was a movie a while ago, of a long, like 20 years ago, called The Apostle with uh, Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I was working at the video store. At the time, and I took it home, and I loved Robert Duvall, and I you know, watched it, and I come back to the video store, and I'm like, I hate this movie. I hate it. I hate Robert Duvall, and I hate this movie, and I hate all of this shit. And I realized somebody had, somebody had to tell me that if a movie made me so mad that it did, it, it did its job, mm-hmm. it made me feel the feelings I was feeling, and it was successful at it. So I was supposed to 
hate Robert Duvall, and I was supposed to hate the Apostle, and it 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 succeeded in its mission. So yeah, you're I, right. I that feel, is tough, though. <laughs> yeah, I, like I didn't want to like it, but it accomplished its goal, so I couldn't be mad at it. And I kind of felt that way about this. Like the, I, the silence was like that for me, and you know, watching. Ah. Yeah, I fucking know, love that movie. The second time when I watched it and I was past all of that, I was like how much I enjoyed it and loved it and just thought what a great film. But the first time I walked out, I was like, oh, God, like just like, you know, but it made me feel. And that's I think you're right about it. And that's a that's a you know, there's movies like that and buried, um, you know, where you're oh. claustrophobic. And I still have your copy of that, yeah, by the way. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. You, you need, have you watched it? Not yet, not yeah. yet. But now I remember that I have. Oh it. my yeah. god! Oh my god! Really that movie good. horrified me. Yeah, it's very. Uh, oh shit! Maybe I'll watch that tonight. No, it, it will. It'll horrify you. So uh, Dead Seven. I yeah. gotta watch that. Yeah. Um, oh, and that is available on the Sci-Fi app. So <laughs> there you go. One of the things that I thought was interesting was, you know, throughout the movie, you're getting mostly these, um, the teacher's perspective and, and they think they're doing a really good job hiding it. They're keeping the bottles in the, in the school, like in the locker room and stuff. And then you come to find out a little bit in that most of the people in their lives knew that they were, they had been drinking. You get, I think one of the wives was like, oh yeah, you've been drunk for months. Um, it's, it was, it was his son. His son says, you've been drunk yeah. for a while now. Right, right, right. Yeah. And it's just interesting that, you know, from a lot of alcoholic standpoints, I know you can't say that, you can't make generalizations, but a lot of times people think they're doing a really great job hiding it, and it just turns out that that's not the case at all. The only one they're hiding it from is themselves, because that's, everyone else is seeing it usually. Yeah. Um, It's a hard thing to hide. Yeah. Yeah. But the way it was revealed, it kind of... Even as the audience, they never really referred to it earlier. And then suddenly when things just went crazy and everything and the wife started leaving and she said she was going to stay with her sister, you're like, oh, like this is the culmination of all of this. Um, that's just, and that you know. was the wife that knew what they were doing. That, and I think that was a real turning point in the movie was that she knew that they were doing this experiment and that they were drinking a lot and she was kind of okay with it, but then it crossed a line. Mm-hmm. Like, you've crossed a line, now you're pissing the bed. Literally. You have right. crossed a line, and now I have to leave. This right. is too much. Yep. And you kind of get that in the way they, um, you know, the, the title cards they put up at part one, part two, part three. Part mm-hmm. one was, we're going to just keep it at this .05 level. Part two was, let's take it a little bit further. And then part three was they were basically just... You know, full out, incoherent, obliterated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, but that's, a, thought, that's so the human. The show though. starts. Is, that's kind of what happens. Is, you know, the human reaction to things is like, oh, I like this. Let's take it a little further. Well, oh, a, this is fun. Let's take it even further <laughs> than that. But remember, well, it's in the name that's of the research. Addiction too is that <laughs> you. Each time you're trying to get higher, in a sense. So you know, you're each time you want to get. Oh, I want to get to that place i was and then i want to get like this was good but like and the next wouldn't that be better they're they're killing themselves in a sense because they've you know either killed their shot their livers or they you know whatever with alcohol or drugs or whatever it might be they've gone too far and then you know that's the point of 
and that's the part of, of humans to you know trying to get to that level to make something and, and usually it goes back to um, depression and in most cases it's depression it's like in, internal depression does numbers mm-hmm. on people in so many ways and I think it's something that you know I think more people need to talk about and and if you're out there listening right now we hope that you'll you know reach out to you know reach out to us reach out to somebody and say look I've got a problem and I, you know, yeah I can help talk it. to somebody don't get don't some help yeah. yeah because it can be we all have troubles yeah it, and it's good to have someone you know to be able to talk to and uh, express your your yeah, what you're sure. feeling inside so um, um what you know I actually just had this thought but Interestingly, the only people that either don't care or support them is the students, but that's because that's, you know, they're young, they're like partying, they're at that age. So really the only ones that can relate to that partying, drinking lifestyle is the children. So they're basically acting like children as adults. Right. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And that's a good They're trying to recapture their was. youth. Yeah. And of course if you you grew up in that situation then that's what you're, you are trying to recapture being young mm-hmm. and feeling live and and we and we know we all know the older you get you know you slow down and you're not doing as much as you used to and you would love to be young again and you just don't have the energy to do it so uh, you know and that some people turn to alcohol to make that happen that, that takes them to that next level and then of course the next day they feel like you know, shit but yeah it's a fake out yeah. that's not the real next level that's not it. Look internal, always. You won't survive yeah, the lake race. Look internal. <laughs> so. Well, I cool. Uh, I think I think as our podcast, we could survive the lake race. I think we'd crush it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think, I think we'd be if great. If the beer till, were low, till Patrick alcohol. has a run, and then you know, then it's going to be. If yeah. the beers are two percent, yeah. I can do the lake race. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just a twenty that you have to drink before you know. Um, <laughs> But anyway, I think this was a fun, fun podcast to talk about, and uh, I think I'm glad we got to you know, fun because nothing's more fun than alcoholics, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> foreign alcoholics. <laughs> I think I think the thing about it was is that it shows that our, our show we're willing to take on different films, and we're not just handling the mainstream films, and we want you know we want people to watch stuff that is different. We're trying to get people to watch. You know, influence people to watch other things uh, besides the mainstream. You know, Marvel. You know, movies and, and DC. We got your old films. We got your foreign films. Right. We got your terrible films. Right. I have. I have all of yeah. those. <laughs> and that's like she's got them all. I have them. Like, yeah. Personal collection. You know, just because a movie's not them. fun doesn't mean it's not enjoyable. Like right. I really enjoy the talking about this and like trying to dive into the psychological and the, you know, all of those things. Even though it wasn't. You don't feel like they're great people even at the end, but you know it's still it's still fun to talk about and enjoyable to right. Exactly. And they're certainly very human people. It's a very realistic portrait of what what I imagine heavy drinking life is like in Denmark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and, and it's, it's also in the United so, yeah. States. It's not just Denmark. So you know it's it goes on in all the countries and around the world. So. I don't know. I feel like that special kind of uh, high school heavy drinking that I I hadn't ever seen in not to that level. Like like, like encouraged US. by adults. Yeah, yeah. Was was really kind of weird for me to see that. Like everybody's like, yeah, keep drinking until you're sick. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> let's not do that. Oh my god. Yeah, well, that's the difference between 
the U.S. perspective, you know, where we have an age limit set on it, where they their age limit, I think, is so much younger. Um, there, it like might England's be sixteen. Got some of that Ireland, yeah. like yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they they have less alcoholism than we do in the United States. So um, for whatever reason, not according people. to Tommy. Maybe it's because you got to run around some dang lake, drink and run around until you throw up. That stopped <laughs> me drinking right there quickly. You know. I don't want to drink and run. run like, All right, I'm going to take right. this a little easier next time. I could throw up alcohol without running. <laughs> <laughs> After that six <laughs> bottle of Boone's Farm, shit's coming back. And maybe yeah, a Seven Eleven sandwich. <laughs> I'm either running and puking or drinking and puking, but I'm not doing both and yeah. puking because that's just way too much effort. Now, my friend did puke out of the passenger window of the car while I was driving. Does that count? Well, well d- doesn't everybody have a friend like a that? Friend that had yeah, that. I know. But does Michelle, everyone have I'm a, looking at you. Does everyone have a roommate who is nice enough to hose off their car the next day? Uh, <laughs> my roommate hosed off my car. He goes, I don't know what happened to your car, but man, did it smell. And I went, Jimmy! Jimmy! <laughs> I, I, I know a situation. I'm not naming names, but went out the uh, bumper, ate the bumper off of the back of the uh, car. Oh, dear. Uh, the, ate the paint right off of it. Just It was like... Wow. Yeah, that's some. That's powerful stuff. Yeah, so make sure you mm. wash it off afterwards. <laughs> you give that sucker a rinse. Well, let's talk about our uh, our next film that we're going to be doing. <laughs> Damn it! I thought he was going to say bowel movements, and I was all ready with answers. <laughs> but we can now, talk about our next movie. Inquiring we, minds want to know. So, do you want to know? Or do we want to talk about what we've been watching? Is, I mean, yeah, we can talk got about a that. Ton after of months we, to go through here. But. We're going to talk. We're oh, going to introduce what our next one is, and then we'll come and say uh, what we're. What we've been watching, and then we'll wrap it up. All right. So it's Leon the Professional will be our next one. Yay! Leon. Leon. Uh, which Leon. one are we doing? Are we doing the extended, the director's cut, or just the regular old? Well, I think you Leon. could do all of them. And do... well, how about whichever one I have on DVD upstairs? Yeah, that's right. I have none of them, so I'm going to have to select which one I get. <laughs> I'm looking so you don't think it matters? Okay. Nah. And, and I can I can loan you a copy. There, if you need to, uh, Patrick. I might actually have. I think it. I had some digital money on Amazon to yeah. rent it. Oh, cool. There we go. Has I'm surprised been. it's not on a streaming service right now. Uh, it's yeah. been one that has not been. They still control it pretty well, I think. Um, it's controversial. Yeah. So. But it's good. It is. Real? I felt it was on Tubi. Maybe. It's stars. I think everything's Tubi on Tubi. Tubi has all it's the controversial stuff. Now. It's on stars. I'm sorry, but stars, any movie yeah. you look up says it's on stars, and it makes it sound like stars is the greatest fucking thing on the planet. But I can guarantee you, if I subscribe to stars, they're not going to have any of these they movies. They won't have it on there. Stars has a couple no. of great series. I'm sorry, stars. We will happily accept any sort of endorsement that you want to yeah. give us. Money. <laughs> well, what? Because money will endorse you. <laughs> what movies have you guys been watching in the last, let's say, week? Because we've been, you know, we've um, so okay, I saw a terrible, terrible film that I would like to recommend Beautiful. to everyone. Okay. Um, it's called I Had a Bloody Good Time at Harker House. And it's a terribly low-budget film about making a vampire movie. Oh. And real vampires happen upon the scene as it happens, you know. like That's, that's, that's the way it goes. And um, it's real cheap. Real, real shoddy workmanship, but uh, g- good lines, good writing, uh, some some terrible quality acting. Mm. I had right. a bloody good time at Harker House. There yeah. you go. There you go. That's awesome. Patrick, what have you been uh, checking out lately? 
Well, anyone who knows me knows that August is rewatch Breaking Bad time, so I've been doing a lot of that. Uh, and I'm almost finished. Damn it! Why didn't they make more seasons? Wow, it's really but early in August for that. I know. You're blazing uh, through it. I blazed. Whoop. Uh, but I did watch <laughs> on Friday night, I watched Val, the Val documentary, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Val Kilmer it's documentary, on my list. followed by Suicide Squad. And I'll tell you, I think I might have enjoyed Val more than Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad's fun. It's weird. It's silly fun. Um, it's very James Gunn. Very uh, much. So. Oh, I like it. Very that. much his stuff. It is. It's. I think you'll enjoy it, Laura. But Val was just something different that I haven't seen. I, I don't see tons of documentaries, and sometimes a really good documentary, like my uh, octopus teacher, mm-hmm. will ruin all other documentaries because if it's not as oh, good as shit, that, I need to see that one too. Okay, that's, that's fucking fantastic. But Val, Val's a really good one to watch too, and it's. Uh, friends of mine just keep going. He crazy, and I'm like, well. He's different. I enjoyed he's, he's, it. He's different. I thought it was a, an interesting approach. Uh, I think it. I think it came it off a little, um, a little uh, self-centered in it, in parts of it. But I also appreciate the, the real story. Of, well, <laughs> but it's called Val, and he's Val. I mean, right. In all fairness, <laughs> you can do that, but it, you know, it's. It, I think it's a tricky thing where you're doing something and you're telling your own story about yourself. Um, I did think, you know, uh, for a lot of people don't realize he's, he has, uh, had cancer of the throat. And so yeah. he's, it's, uh, I didn't realize people weren't aware of that. Cause yeah. I knew that. Yeah, so he I'm can't not aware talk. Of that. He, yeah, can't, he can't, talk. he can talk. He has one of the ta- uh, tracheotomy, uh, yeah. w- the plugs like voice yeah. box. Yeah. yeah oh, so no. he can talk, but it's very labored. So his son narrates the documentary mm-hmm. as him. And I thought that was a really good idea. His son kind of sounds like him, too, like a a young Val Kilmer. Uh, And something else is it just, it gets sad. It gets really sad when, uh, as it goes on. Well, let's be honest. He he has throat cancer in a voice box. His career as an actor is pretty much done. Unless somebody gets creative. So it shows him doing the convention, uh, you know, scene. And signing autographs for people. And he even mentions it's sad that I'm trying to live, make money off of who I used to be. Right. right. <clears throat> and it's, it's it's worth watching, though. It, you'll run the gamut. Some of it's just fun. Some of it's like it's, it's cute. fun. I he videotaped it. so yeah. much of his life that... Uh, you see a lot of behind the scenes of films that yeah. he worked on and stuff. And uh, yeah. it's, it's really... He'll always be that guy in Real Genius and that guy in Top <laughs> Secret to me. Like yeah. Those yes. are my two favorite Val Kilmer movies. I love them. I wanted them to talk more about the island of Dr. Moreau, but they they, they, <laughs> yeah. they did talk about it, but not as much as... And they didn't talk about Real Genius as much as they did Top Secret. <gasps> oh. Well, I'll yeah. take so, either one. There you go. Well, then watch it. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. So you don't have to pay for it if you have Amazon Prime. Squeaker, what have you been watching? Um, I've got so I was out of town, so I hadn't watched a lot in a little while. But I've got a few I'm getting ready to start up. Um, I think we've Tell talked about this porn. before. Well, <laughs> this one's pretty close, Patrick. Outer uh, Banks. Oh yeah, that starting back uh, up is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, oh, that just God. started back. I I knew you were gonna love that, Patrick. <laughs> I like the first season, to be honest with you. The second season looks like they gave the writers a vacation. Like they went, yeah, I haven't, right, you guys are I haven't off. seen anything about it. I just know it's out. Yeah, we don't need writers this season. We're good. Yeah. We're going to nab a bit. Let's see. What else was I going to 
a show you brought up last year. Can't you turn me on to it? Was Dave? Yes. Yeah. Um, do you still watch that? I do. I watch this. I've been watching the second season of it. I didn't think I, when you told me about it last year, I didn't think I was going to like it. It's a it's a really funny, well written show. It is. It's very different. Season two is completely different than season one. It's a little more serious, but I, but I still enjoy it. Um, season one's got some like hilarious moments in it, and season two has some of those too. Um, but it's definitely a different different style show, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Yeah. Um, Why are you watching that stuff and not watching Ted Lasso? That was the other one I was going to bring up. Yeah, I haven't started it yet. Oh my god! Season two, Ted Lasso. Th- this week's episode was my favorite of the series so far. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I guess I think there's a, a new one dropping tonight. Um, so, yeah, no, it dropped on Friday. Oh, it did. Uh, okay. All right. and, yeah, um, and it's good. It's good. It's just a great show. That, that's another one I didn't think I was going to like when someone explained it to me, and then I watched it. I was like, man, this is really it's, it's just heartwarming. Like it's just good people. It's, it's you have yeah. to experience it. It's a hard yeah. one to to sell people on because you're like, oh, okay. Where can I watch that? It's a Apple TV. Apple TV. Yeah, and it's oh, well, it's, son it, of a bitch. it is worth paying the fee for. I will just say, just for that show, it's that. Good. Or you can go buy a phone or an iPad. And yeah, and get, get it free. Get yeah. It free. Yeah. yeah, well, as long as it's an Apple <laughs> yeah. phone. All right, yeah. I'm, an, I, I'm an Android girl, but yeah. <clears throat> we'll see. You certainly are. <laughs> <laughs> I started watching Mr. Corman on Apple TV, and I need you guys to watch that with Apple TV because I don't know. Oh, JGL. Like I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but the mm-hmm. show I thought was going to be a comedy, and I'm not laughing very much. It's not a comedy. It's kind of depressing me. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> but that might just be me. Hmm. Interesting. I thought the new girl was horrifying. The new girl? <laughs> not the new girl. The uh, the one with the Zoe Deschanel is the... That's uh, the new girl. New girl? Yeah. Oh, my God. new girl. <laughs> I watched a few episodes. I went, you know where the new girl would be if I was one of those roommates? Be she'd be dead. Buried. She'd be buried in the backyard. <laughs> Her head would be <clears throat> off. Did you start at the beginning or like get that towards the end? Beginning. I thought the beginning was pretty good and then it got just I watched silly. the first episode or two and went, yep, I'm done. Because hmm. <laughs> there's so much content now. You don't have to watch a show you don't like. Right. And the, yep. and we and used to watch shows that we did You can give something 10 minutes. Like. Yeah, I, I, I like to give it like the first well, episode. Yeah, I'd like to give it an episode, two, Laura. I like to, maybe two episodes, but I, if it I'm depends not, on if what I'm it not is. called in two episodes, I'm, I'm out of there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the same with a movie. If I'm not called in it in the beginning, I'm just. It's either got to be really minutes. good or really Movies bad. Movies get 20 minutes. I watched one just recently that I thought that I would be turning Dead off. Dead Seven. Was uh, yes. Freaky with Vince. Oh, my God. Thank you. With I enjoyed tell the you guys hell out about of that. Vince Vaughn and so uh, fun. Catherine that was Newton. another thing I watched, and I I was blown away because I I thought I am it's not so going to enjoy. It. And it is he is so good in this. It's he like, is so good. Like the way he plays a female character is like priceless. I am a female character, and the way he plays a teenage girl, <laughs> it's just like Lara. <laughs> Was just like the for way listeners I that didn't know, Laura is a female <laughs> character. And if you didn't know, she my, plays a very sensitive one at that. So it's like really special. So it's it's like a, a delightful experience for all of us to be so, on here with her. I don't know what that voice say. is you're doing, Kim. It's creepy <laughs> as fuck. 
That's Vince Vaughn. Like, this is going to be our guest next episode. <laughs> Vince Vaughn and the boyfriend are in the back seat of the car. Oh my and I god! Was like, I was yeah. like, "What is going to happen?" Oh my god, it's happening! Yeah. And I was, I, I was not as taken aback as I thought I would be. I highly, That's good I, acting. Highly recommend it. I highly recommend. That, I love that scene. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a, a friend of mine was like had told me that Freaky wasn't that good. She goes, "Well, just watch it because it's on the on the HBO." So just watch it. But she goes, "I didn't think it was I all that it. great." And then I watched it and I went, "This was really fun." I'm surprised you didn't like it. She was like, "Oh well." It was so fun. I was I wanted to watch it immediately again. That's how much fun I had. Watching yeah, it. yeah. I actually really, would watch really it again. Good. I think. I, 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 I would have never believed that starting it, um, but it really. What a silly concept! Like squeezing Freaky Friday together with a a slasher movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> and did you notice it happens? It's it's called Freaky, and it happens on a Friday, right? Yep. Boom. Yeah. You're done. There's your movie Something. right there. Boop, yeah. boop. This month, this month, <laughs> next Friday, Coming it's Friday the oh, thirteenth. Make sure you got your uh, everybody watch ready. Freaky. Well, I was thinking Friday the 13th movies, but uh, you can watch yeah. Freaky as well. That's right. Um, I'm going to watch both. Laura is a female character. <laughs> <They're> only sometimes. <laughs> the password <laughs> Vince is Vaughn, like, Laura. Okay. <laughs> well, we want to thank everybody man. for listening. And <laughs> this has been another fun episode. Uh, gosh, it's always good to get on here with you guys and, uh, and talk I've about I've missed films. you guys. It's been awesome to get PC. I don't know who you people are. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) make sure you rate, review, and subscribe and check out. Look look for our next one that's coming out. But also go back and check out some of our other podcasts because I think we've got, I don't know how many. Like Whiplash. Like Inception. Like Like Bad bad Times at the El Royale. Thank you, Laura. Good one. Throw them out there. Jaws. There's all kinds of good ones. Jaws. Donnie Darko. That one doesn't get enough love. Darko. Yeah, that doesn't get enough love. And we did one called, uh, oh, that's the one we just did another round, isn't it? Never mind. Well, look for that. That's what we're doing right now. You could look for that one, but you're already listening to it. So it's kind of weird. We're still in that one. God, talk about Talk about Inception. It's not gone behind you yet. I feel like I'm in a podcast within a podcast within a podcast. (laughs) And if I go into one more podcast, I'll be lost forever. (laughs) And I'm not drunk. Look, we've had some good ones. We've had One Cut of the Dead, Krampus, Vertigo, Matrix. Train to Busan. Shepard, yeah. Train to, Train to Busan. Cool Hand Luke. So many Korean horror movies. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Oh, Jojo Rabbit yeah. was so Memento. Great. I mean, go back and check out some of these because there's some really fun. What's and, a not good one? Oh, uh, let's see. A not good one. What's one that we one. hated? Oh, you guys House. hated House. 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 Yeah. No, yeah. House. Still, I still love it. You should still yeah. watch it. Yeah, you should still watch it and should listen to it because it's hilarious. Watch it for Norm. Watch um, it for the greatest American hero. Yeah. Just, just oh, and Time it. Bandits. We forgot about Time Bandits. Oh, and time Tucker, Bandits. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. That's <gasps> the one. That the really Final is. Girls. Oh, Final Girls. Final Girls. Oh, my God. You yeah. know, Final Girls and Freaky, I put those in the same category. Those yeah. are, oh, are two right really there. fun. Yeah. 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 So definitely uh, check out all these other ones. And, um, hey, look, thanks for listening. We know your time's valuable, and uh, we enjoy doing this, and we hope – keep listening and following us and make sure to rate review and subscribe on all the different platforms so get yeah. out there and put a review there for us that really helps us uh, to get more listeners as well too so 
Even Send not us a on message. the platform. Post on our page. Yeah, just anywhere. Just, just go anywhere. up to your friend. If you see a friend in person, be like, I gave it five stars. Yeah. <laughs> or go to adult <laughs> beverage. Go, go find it. Adult beverage. But wear, but wear a mask when yeah. you go up to them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And get vaccinated. Please. Definitely get vaccinated. Definitely. Yeah. You might get need to get a mask. <laughs> All right. Well, we enjoyed hands. it. See you Wash next time. Ass. Or actually, we'll hear you next time. Bye. Bye. Like having a drink and talking films? Yup. The Adult Beverage Film Podcast is your go-to podcast. Hey, Join the conversation and listen to film industry producers, actors, directors, writers share all of their experiences in the film industry. Expand your mind into films you've already seen. Plus, find new films to watch in the future. Visit adultbeverage.net or go to your favorite podcast platform and listen to Adult Beverage Film Podcast episodes today.